Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Glad you're here. You made it another week. What a beautiful week it was. Was there drama online? Was there anything? Oh, Taylor Swift. How do we feel about Taylor Swift? I'm kind of, uh, I don't, I don't get it. That's what I'll start with. I don't get it. And I don't want to be like a woman hater. I'm sure there's some sort of internalized misogyny that I'm not accepting with her. But it's too much. This woman, this distinguished, successful, talented woman, I'm not saying she's not good at what she does. She's incredible. She's one of the best. But this woman signed a deal 10 years ago, signed away the rights to her music, and then now is like, oh, well, they did me dirty. It's like, no, girl. You didn't read the contract. You didn't you didn't bet on yourself being as big as you are, and you didn't make the money you wanted. There's no shame in re-recording all of her songs 10 years later and making a shit ton of money off of it. I support that. Go off, queen. Make that money. But her fans are what scares me because she's re-recording all these 10-year-old songs. Her fans were like five years old at the time, and now they're like... Fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a monster. And it's like, you don't even, you don't even know. You didn't watch Nightcrawler. You didn't watch Nightcrawler, right? No. It's a great movie. Fantastic film. And Jake probably does suck. 100. Look at his hair. You can tell a lot about a man by his hair. He's got that long, dirty look. That's a man who will not finger you. That's not what you want, Taylor. You should have known. I understand you were young, and that's why we also don't like him. But you weren't 15 years old, like the age of your fans now. You were 20 or whatever. Which, to be fair, I've changed a lot since I was 20. When I was 20, I was hooking up with God knows who and what. I was probably hooking up with inanimate objects at 20. We've all been there. You guys remember your leather couch at your aunt's and uncle's house? It's been fucked. But... It's just so crazy because she's here's the thing. She's not like re-recording these songs to get back. I mean, maybe she is. But the point of re-releasing the songs isn't to like it's not like a fuck Jake Gyllenhaal and fuck all the guys she's dated Anthem. It's a get that money Anthem. That's what the fans are failing to see is that she's not trying. Well, that's the other thing about Taylor, though, that I don't quite love is that it just seems like, you know how many jokes I have about dudes who are bad at hooking up or who are like gross people? Plenty of jokes. If you come watch me in St. Louis, Philly, San Francisco, Sacramento, where else will I be? AllieMakovsky.com slash shows. I'll write all these songs. The problem is that her fan base knows who all these songs are about. That seems unfair. Jake Gyllenhaal can't write a diss track to these songs. He can't defend himself. And it's not to say, like, oh, men... This isn't, like, a men's rights activist podcast or anything, but it just feels... Something about it just feels equally as gross as what the guys, you know, apparently did to her or made her feel. It's like fighting fire with fire, except the fire is Jake Gyllenhaal's disgusting dick... And the other fire is Taylor Swift's 10-minute fucking song about Jake Gyllenhaal's disgusting dick. No one wants to hear 10-minute song about Jake Gyllenhaal's dick, okay? I'm fired up. I am fired up. And then, here's the tea. I follow the, I follow the gossip sites on Instagram. I love the gossip. That's what I eat, drink, and poop all day. 
I love the gossip sites. And on the gossip sites, some girl DM'd John Mayer saying like, I hope you choke. Yours, your turn's coming next, buddy. Because, of course, Taylor Swift wrote a song about John Mayer. To be fair, though, if I ever hooked up with John Mayer, you better believe I'm switching careers into music and writing a whole album about that man. So I understand. But as someone who has also received DMs that are like, fuck you, I hope you die, you ugly slut, what you said was offensive. It's like, okay, well, that DM is also offensive. Like, I don't understand what we're accomplishing here, you children. I just, I, we got to stand with Jake Gyllenhaal and John Mayer through these tough times. They need our help. They don't need our help. They have money. But I just don't like that our fans are going off the edge with this hate like just buy the song listen to it and make t-shirts that say how much you love taylor that's all you got to do there's nothing else right amen taylor swift i loved uh early taylor i remember do you guys remember where you were when early taylor came out no I remember where I was. I was driving to school. I used to carpool with this girl. I forget her name, but she lived in the same like townhome complex as me. She was from Oklahoma. She was like real country. She was like a horse girl, but not in a weird way. It was like she literally like her mom might have been a horse, like that kind of horse girl where it's like, oh, you know how to actually raise a horse. She was a horse girl from Oklahoma And she was one of those girls who had, like, really giant boobs in fifth grade. And part of you was jealous, but the other part was like, man, that seems like a lot of work. I was flat. I was flat as a rail. Even my dentist told me. He said that I was uh, underdeveloped. And I was like, look at my tits, dentist. I didn't need you to tell me that. I had to get six baby teeth pulled out in, like, seventh grade. Yeah. Because my big girl teeth didn't come in. I think I was in sixth grade or seventh grade. And it wasn't like the front two teeth were babies or anything. They were like the back molars and things like that. Like I didn't get my like adult molars. So they were, I didn't, uh, I think, I think the two back teeth had to get removed and the two up teeth had to get removed. And then they had to like scrape the skin to allow the, adult back ones to come in. I forget, but there were a lot of teeth that came out because I was a little underdeveloped gal. And then I had the brilliant idea of going to the beach right after the dentist appointment and my mouth was all numb. So I was just underwater, couldn't feel anything. Um, But yeah, so I grew up with this girl and she was like country, country as hell. And she was into Taylor Swift. So every morning on the drive to school... It was, uh, our song is slam screen door, sleeping now, ain't tapping on your window. That was a banger. I mean, that song still goes. That's a hit of a song. But also, that song's great because it's like, that's our song. No one knows who the freaking song is about. No one's attacking the guy. Ugh. I should just start naming names in my bits every time I do a joke about a guy I've hooked up with. Just be like, shout out to Timothy Chalamet. Can you guys start a rumor that me and Timothy Chalamet had a tumultuous relationship? I would love that. 
I just uh, celebrated my one-year anniversary with my boyfriend who isn't Timothy Chalamet, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with settling. Right, babe? Love you. Um, Yeah, just celebrated a year. I haven't been in a long relationship like this since high school, and I don't think high school relationships are real. They're not real relationships. You're not a person in high school. That's just you finding a partner to get through high school with. My boyfriend didn't go to my high school. We were both depressed. And we both just sat around his house, watched TV, did a lot of sex. But you know what? I miss... Don't you miss, like, like the first person... Well, no. Like, your first relationship sex? Not that you miss it, but there's something like, there's something, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't good. I was in the back of a Jeep Grand Cherokee 2016. No, it, was, it wasn't 2016. It was 2003, I believe, or 2006. Anyway, I don't need the details about this Jeep, but we would bone in the car. Every once in a while, if someone was out of town, we'd get to bone in a real bed. And this man was 6'4". In the Jeep Grand Cherokee, I practically boned him in fetal position, which is my favorite position. Just get a nice view of the asshole. They also have to have their thumb in their mouth while they're doing it. They have to go, mommy, mommy. So you'd bone in the back of my Jeep Grand Cherokee. But there's something like special because you just like looking back, you're like, oh, I knew nothing. Like I thought this was so... I thought I was in a Twilight novel because there's so much moodiness, you know, everything's so dramatic. They always say they're going to kill themselves if you guys break up. Like everything's just the end. It's all or nothing. But yeah, I was in a relationship with that guy for like two years and it just like doesn't even make sense how it was a relationship at that time. But so I don't know if I can. I mean, I guess technically... That's the longest relationship I've been in. We only got a year more to go, babe, and then we can just, you know, co-parent this podcast together. But yeah, we celebrated a year in Arizona. I did a corporate gig this weekend. It was for, like, some mixed martial art company. I don't even... I think it was, like, an MLM for MMA people. It felt very pyramid schemey. But it was a good time. Only one person was upset with my material. I think it's because, well, I don't need to get into it. Come see me on the road. Do a offensive bit. I don't think it's offensive. The joke about the pooping so bad. It's a good one. Wait. Well, I don't know. I won't say it. I won't say it. Come see me on the road. St. Louis. Washington, D.C. San Francisco, Sacramento, Philadelphia, AllieMcCoskey.com slash shows. Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. I've never been there. Let me know in the comments. Last week, I had you guys tell me if you were circumcised or uncircumcised. This week, I want y'all to let me know what to do in Corpus Christi. I've never been. It's right by Mexico, right? Should we go to the wall? I think it's right by... Oh, it's by the ocean. Yeah, I think... It's not far. We can do a little road trip to the wall, take some photos. Should we paint some murals, some butterfly wings on the wall so everyone can take photos? Angel wings or butterfly wings. Mariposa. 
I'm doing Duolingo now. I'm doing Duolingo. I think that when you do Duolingo at the beginning, they have you take a quiz to see where to place you in their Duolingo system. And I think I, um, I, I did that thing where you like do too well on the test that now my Duolingo is a bit too difficult for me. They're already like conjugating things. They're doing past tense on me. I don't know how to do that. But Duolingo is addicting. I st- I've been slipping on my sign language. I need to get back into that. I've been slipping on a lot of things. That's what happens when you're in love. Right? No. What happens is that I don't do things and then I just blame it on my boyfriend. I go, well, if you weren't freaking hugging me all the time, I'd get shit done, babe. Stop loving me so I can work. Mama needs to pay the bills. Oh, my boyfriend has music out. Now that I put him on blast on Instagram, I'll put him on blast everywhere. I won't tell you where. I don't know how to... It's on Bandcamp. Like, I think you don't want people to listen to it. Bandcamp is so hard. But it'll be on Spotify soon. More on that in the coming weeks. But uh, what do we do in Arizona? Was there? Oh, oh my gosh. We, uh, so for our anniversary, I found on TikTok, there's this guy and a girl and they work at this place in Phoenix, Arizona, and they do what's called tintype photography, which I want to look this up because it's pretty fascinating. It's like, you know, when you watch old school movies, like, like, uh, period piece type of movies and they have one of those giant cameras and the light bulb flashes and explodes it's like one of those kind of cameras and uh uh so I saw it on TikTok there was like a video of someone on TikTok getting a photo done with this like tintype studio whatever um and uh And so I was like, next time I'm in Arizona, I have to go. So I went. I should have done more preparation in terms of looks. I should have worn some makeup. I should have washed my makeup off from the night before. I should have done my hair. My hair was greasy as hell. You know when your hair is so greasy that you get like a cowlick? Like like it doesn't go down. It just like, like a, what's the thing called? Like a part that's just stuck. Like, your part in your hair, it's just, like, stuck there. That's how bad my hair was. And I was like, oh, well, the photos come out in, like, black and white, so everything will be, like, softened. No, this shit, for being from, like, the 1800s, it's a little 2HD for my taste. You can see my zit on my mouth. You can see all my pores. My arm looks chunky. Of course, my boyfriend just stands there and looks hot as hell. It's so annoying. But uh, I want to look up the history of these. The vintage photo technique that's... Oh, okay. The invention of tintype allowed Civil War photographers to take photos out in the field. Well, that's not that interesting. 1855 to 1940s. There's so much work you have to do with it, too. You have to put all these chemicals on it, swish it around, back and forth. It looks so cool, though. If you're ever in Arizona, go to um, Silver and Cedar for a tintype photo. 
Um, I want to see if there's anything else that's interesting about this. They were used the most in 1860s and 1870s. When did the Titanic happen? After that, right? The Titanic must have been like 1920? There weren't flappers on the Titanic. It had to have been earlier. Were flappers in the 20s? Yeah, the Roaring 20s. 1912. Oh, so right before the flappers. They knew they couldn't uh, capture those little hussies on cam. 1912 was the Titanic. That's crazy. And now cruises, they're like, cruises are insane. I was watching TikTok about this cruise ship. They have so much on them. Like, I don't understand how a boat moves that's that large. Like, how does that even work? How does it stay up? How does it run? I still don't understand airplanes. I truly do not get it. One minute you're just cruising on the floor and then the next minute you're just up and it stays up. It just keeps going up. Makes no sense to me. What else don't I understand? So many things. So many things. Um, what else has been going on this week? Britney Spears is out of her conservatorship, which is great. Um, I put this on my close friend's Instagram story, but now I've seen other people say it. So if you've heard it before, sorry if it's not original. But I do find it so funny that if Britney Spears was, like, finally able to say what she wants whenever she wants, and she was like, Donald Trump is still the president, how many people would be like, put her back, get her the conservatorship, let's call Jamie. Um, But, yeah, I mean... I'm happy for her. I think that's great, you know. But also, what, like, if she, let's just say she never had the conservatorship. I'm not here to deny that Britney Spears is an insanely famous pop star and legend and icon. But, like, what is she going to do now? Her hips probably hurt. She's, like, she's a full adult woman with children and, uh, you know, probably back issues. She doesn't apply eyeliner correctly, which isn't like, you know, not everyone has to do good eyeliner, but, you know, she's like, does anyone want to hear like a, how old is she? 45, 50, 40? Yeah. Like, do you want to hear a 47 year old sing about F-U-C-K me? No thanks. Gross. Be a mom. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know why I'm so anti-women on this episode today. I've got to work on some things. Is there anyone who, but like, alternatively to that, are there any men over the age of 40 who I want to hear making pop music? Last time someone did that was Robin Thicke in the Blurred Lines song, and that was a big controversy and very problematic. Emily Ratajkowski just came out with her book saying that he was inappropriate on set and yada yada. Yeah, he's over 40 trying to be a pop star. What do you think he's going to do? Anyone over 40 who's trying to be like... You know what? I take that back. I take that back. You know why? Do you know why? You know why I take it back? Yeah. 
I take it back. But there is something weird. Nah. God, I want to delete this whole thing. Wait, hold on. Sidebar. Sorry, I had to take a break from my ranting about women to realize that I'm a monster. And um, I just found out that Britney Spears is only 39. So my apologies to the Spears uh, fans. And also, who cares? If you want to write freaking pop songs as a 39-plus woman, go for it. But the point I'm trying to make, I just have a bad... I have a bad time expressing words in a uh, eloquent way. Everything I feel like everything I say sounds angry. But what I was trying to say is that Britney Spears singing like "Oops, I did it again. I'm a naughty little girl" when she's a little girl, not little, but you know, how old was she when that song came out? Like eighteen, nineteen? I don't know. Like, yeah, that makes sense. But being like, love me, hate me, at 40 just doesn't have quite the same touch. I feel like you got to kind of transition, no? Into more soft Nora Jones vibes. Or no, who am I to say? This is what happens when I don't have a lot to talk about on this podcast. I just try and come up with some controversial topic. And I go, I can ride on this one. And then as I'm saying it, I'm like, maybe this isn't the case. Maybe I don't actually stand by what I'm saying. (sighs) I just need to, like, find a lane. I either need to be, like, extremely progressive, woke, liberal. Or I need to be, like, super Alex Jones, conspiracy, right. That way I don't flip-flop on my ideas. I just go, men are canceled for being men. Or, women are canceled for being women. But I'm over here like, well, we all have certain qualities that I think are pretty cool. But I think sometimes women and men can be pretty bad. I have have zero stance. I talked about this on last week's episode. I have no backbone. I have zero spine. That's why I'm always slouched. I have nothing supporting me. Oh my god. I need to develop like some sort of personality. Or opinions. But, you know, that's just my experience as a woman. I've never, you know, received a place where I could express those opinions and feel safe. That is kind of true. Because I was an opinionated little bitch in middle school. Oh, this girl spoke her mind in middle school. But it is interesting because I feel like in middle school, that's when you're the most horny. That's when you want the most love from people. And I felt like every time I was annoying because I was just saying opinions or feelings, guys would be like, shut up. We want the bitch with the big tits who doesn't share opinions. And I'm like, well, I don't have big tits, but I can stop sharing opinions. And now this is like a good therapy sesh. And now I'm realizing that I still don't have opinions because I just want to get fucked. Right, babe? Yeah. That's what being a woman is. Withholding your opinions and feelings in order to get a hole filled. And not even enjoy it most of the time. Not from you, babe. I love every second of it. But generally speaking. So you know what? I take it all back. Taylor Swift is a goddamn queen legend slay mama star. So is Britney Spears. 
And Jake Gyllenhaal should burn in hell for being a bad boy, right? That's the stance I'm taking on this. We've come full circle on this episode. Yeah, I think a lot of people are in the middle, but because everyone who is the loudest has a strong opinion, I think a lot of people, especially in comedy, you know, a lot of very successful comedians have these strong opinions, and so people are drawn to that. However, I think most people generally are a little bit in the middle, but you get the most, like, you know, press or you get the most, like, uh, attention if you're someone who's so far one way or so far the other because you're being the loudest about something strong and specific and you're not backing away from that idea. However, if you're kind of in the middle, like I think most people generally are, it's like, why do I need to shout about the, you know, fucking... Because you want attention. And you know, that's the thing about me. I hate attention. This podcast, I do it for you. I wish there was no video. I wish it wasn't even my voice. I just hate attention and I wish I could just fall into obscurity um no but I love attention I just don't like I don't feel strongly enough about something to just be like this is the hill I will die on and I think that's what makes me better than pretty much everyone in the whole world is that I'm open-minded and I'm a changing person I've I'm like an onion I have layers I'm like Shrek Here's my Shrek impression. What does he sound like, Shrek? Donkey! Yeah, that was my Shrek impression. You guys are welcome. You didn't even know I could do impressions. I can do so many impressions. Um, who else should I do an impression of? Britney Spears? Oh, baby, baby. That was really good. Wow. SNL, are you listening? I'm not problematic. I don't have opinions. I'm perfect. I'll be molded to whatever you want me to be. Here's my Gwen Stefani impression. <clears throat> Specifically from No Doubt. Here. Here. She always, she always sounds like a little baby. She's always whiny. Here. That was too high-pitched. Here. That was really good. Here's my impression of Snoop Dogg. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here's my impression of Samuel L. Jackson. Here's my impression of Jackie Chan. You're not going to catch me. No. Who else? Who else can I do a really good impression? Here's my impression of Ellen laughing. Ellen DeGeneres. <clears throat> that was really good. Here's my here's my impression of uh of uh who else is there? I was thinking of doing an impression of uh Steve Irwin. But it was just gonna be me not saying anything because he's dead. Crikey! I've been killed by a stingray. Crikey! That was really good. Man, I can do it all. What other impressions can I do? Oh, Gangnam Style. I can do a pretty good impression that I won't do on the podcast, but in the car alone with my boyfriend? Ooh, I know all the words. 
That song needs to make a comeback. That song made everyone collectively so happy. That was like when the internet was used for good. I think Taylor Swift can learn a few things from Psy. They should collab. A Psy-Swift combo? I'm in. Who else can I do an impression of? I don't know. I think that's it. I think those are all my impressions. Hope you guys enjoyed my reel, my character reel. Okay, so I just remembered that when I was in Arizona, I was staying at this hotel. It was a very nice hotel. It was through the corporate gig. So uh, it was essentially a free room that I got as part of the gig. And I've stayed at this hotel before with my family when we were in Arizona for Thanksgiving, and it was so nice. And so we get there, me and my boy, and uh, and there was a grasshopper sitting on the um, curtain to go outside. And it was just, it was flying around. And the thing with that is, like, I'm curious, would you say something to the front desk, or would you just deal with the grasshopper on your own and not say anything because I know friends who have stayed in hotels and if there's like a cockroach or something in the room they'll end up getting like a fully comped room meanwhile this hotel I mean I was it was already comped you know there was nothing to gain out of this but it's like is that something that you kind of just like let them know about or like what are they going to do about a grasshopper You know, there's a balcony. If someone leaves the door open, like, of course, a bug is going to get in. But you don't want a grasshopper just flying around on your bed, sleeping in your sheets. It spooks you. So we did. I mean, when I say we dealt with it, I mean, my boyfriend grabbed it, put it into a cup, threw it outside, shut the door. But then it makes you think, like, what other motherfucking flying creatures are there in this room? And then you used a towel that had, like, a stain on it. But you, it, I, we couldn't tell if it was one of those stains where it's, like, the towel's been washed. It's just a little discolored in some areas. But if you're a hotel, just throw out the towel. Is there a, to- is there a, bu- is there a budget shortage on the towels at this hotel? Throw in some bleach. Use that fucking money. Because the thing is, they're making a lot of money, that hotel. I ordered room service. Huge mistake. I got a Cubano. Cubano. Duolingo Cubano. I got a Cubano. Cubano. Which was about 16 bucks. Which is... That makes sense. That's hotel pricing. 16 bucks for a Sammy. And then my boyfriend got a burger, which was like $18. And then we got two waters, which were each $5, which is insane. It was like this weird bottled water, like fancy. It looked like it was rum or something. Yeah, it was in like a glass. It was all fancy. Okay, so that's $10 for water, 16 bucks for a sandwich, 18 bucks for a burger. So I'm like, whatever. This is hotel room service pricing. That's fine. It's going to cost like $35, 40 bucks, right? What's 24 No, it's going to cost like $40, 50 bucks. But then, when you're paying for it at the bottom of the menu, it says, oh, there's also a 23% service charge added, and then a $5 delivery fee. I'm like, I'm in the, this isn't Uber Eats, I'm in the hotel ordering from your kitchen. There's a $5 fee to take it from the kitchen to my room. And so then I'm like, okay, whatever. 
the total came out to like sixty three dollars for two for two meals, two sandwiches. And then there's they have the audacity to add a tip line to this receipt for a tip. But I don't want to seem stint. I don't want to not leave a tip. So I'm asking the lady. I'm like, do you get the tip or like how does the tip get divided? Is the 23% service charge not what you're getting? Is the $5 delivery fee not what you're getting? So then I threw in kind of a cheap tip. I think I gave like $8 or something, which seemed, I don't know. It was a lot. So I ended up spending like 75 bucks on stupid room service. The fries were cold. I was about to throw it all over the room, feed the crickets in there. The grasshopper. We did pick up crickets on the way home. We stopped in Quartzsite. We picked up those, like, crickets that come in a little box. They're, like, flavored, like, ranch. Ranch powder crickets. I couldn't eat it. I freaked out. I was squirming. I couldn't do it. My boyfriend was pounding those down. I was like, okay. We get it. You eat ass. And that's the episode this week, folks. Come see me on the road, com slash shows. Uh, don't forget to rate and review, like, comment, and subscribe. Comment what I should do in Corpus Christi. I have some time. I don't think I'm going there until, like, February, but I got to start planning now. Got to get the whole Corpus Christi agenda on lock. But, uh, yeah, I'll be in St. Louis this weekend. Uh, and Washington, D.C. coming up, and then, yeah, the rest you can look. And I think that's it. I hope you guys have a nice week. I'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves. God bless.